The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, if you're getting some of the extreme heat in your area, look in on your neighbors. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, July 20th, 2023, Thursday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's a liturgical year A, cycle 1. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Apollinaris. Saint Peter sent Apollinaris to Ravenna, Italy as its first bishop. His preaching was so successful that the pagans there beat him and drove him from the city. But he returned and was exiled a second time. After preaching in the area surrounding Ravenna, he entered the city again. After being cruelly tortured, he was put on a ship heading to Greece. Pagans there caused him to be expelled to Italy. There he went to Ravenna for a fourth time. He died from wounds received during a savage beating at Classis, a suburb of Ravenna. The year was 79 AD. St. Apollinaris, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, you say to us today in the Gospel, come to me, all you who labour and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy, and my burden light. We're thinking in particular today, Jesus, of those who are really overburdened in the world today. I think these words are very comforting. And we bring to you in this time of prayer those whom we know who are really suffering. And this is a great kind of joy of prayer, our intercessory prayer that we're kind of gathering together. All those little intentions, all of those little prayers that people have have asked us to pray, by thinking especially of, of people, of souls. And so, Lord Jesus, I want to enrich this time of prayer that I have with you. This is my chance really to speak to you, Jesus, heart to heart, and to bring you those who I know who are laboring and overburdened, those who are really suffering through illness or through family situations, those who are really suffering because of patience and having to wait for a, a positive outcome for a difficult situation. Many people in our world today and in the church who are laboring and who feel overburdened. And Jesus, you say to us, come to me, come to me. And isn't it true that we often try and find solutions elsewhere? 
suppose especially when we find ourselves in stressful situations, we very quickly realize that our own solutions probably don't work that well. And that the resources that we have can sometimes be pretty limited. And that's often, I think, Jesus, what stresses us out most is that we realize that we haven't really got much in reserve. Are we really struggling to make what we have do to fit the situation? And so you who are the Lord of light say, come to me. And that invitation to, to come ought to pick us up and to give us heart and realize, well, look, if in the world I am struggling, if with friends or with family or with people in particular, I'm having a difficult time. Here is Jesus saying to me, come. This is a personal invitation that you make to us because you love us and you want us to be sustained by you. And we say, shoulder my yoke and learn from me. Well, when I hear those words, maybe my heart does sink a little bit, Jesus. Because when I think of your yoke, when I think of the yoke especially that you bore on the way to Calvary, when I look at a crucifix and see this bar across your shoulders and hear that this is the invitation to come shoulder this yoke and to learn from you, well, that makes me a little bit more afraid. And to think that if I'm already struggling in the world, if I'm already finding it difficult to, to cope with something particular, you're inviting me essentially to come and help you carry the cross. And whilst my heart is kind of divided because when I see you suffering, Jesus, I, I want to rush and help you. Uh, when I maybe go through the stations of the cross and I, I, I meditate upon these last few hours that you spent suffering, I want to help you, Jesus. But there's something in my heart that holds me back because I'm afraid of that suffering for me too. And when I see the weight of the cross or the weight of the yoke already upon your shoulders, I'm, I'm a bit scared that my shoulders are a bit weak and I'm afraid I won't be able to carry that. Nevertheless, you say, come to me. And so it's kind of a, a, a strong invitation to say, look, don't worry about that. Come and shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And sometimes this is a big challenge to us, Jesus, to say that, well, if you've invited me to carry a cross, well, why me? And why this cross? And whilst sometimes we try and say, no, I won't ask that question. I won't say, why me? I'll, I'll just accept whatever, whatever you're giving. Perhaps we have to be very honest in our prayer and say, well, Jesus, why this moment? Why this person? Why this situation? And we mightn't get the answer that we're exactly hoping for, because the answer you're giving us is learn from me. Come and help carry my cross and learn from me. The cross that you bear is the one that brings us salvation. The saints talk about the, the sweetness of the wood of the cross, because this wood of the cross is the wood upon which our Savior hangs. And whenever we help you to carry that cross, we have some share, in a sense, in your great work of salvation. That's very kind of heavy theological language sometimes uh, that's difficult to apply in concrete situations of, of suffering. But you say, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And if the humble, gentle, sacred heart of Jesus is with us, well, there's nothing that we can't conquer. If we can really put our trust in you, Jesus, to, to know that you're with us, then there's little that we cannot do. Because you promise us that we will find rest for our souls. And when I think about what holds me back sometimes in my heart from embracing the wood of the cross or embracing what you've given, maybe it's my sinfulness. And how often isn't it the case that Whenever we feel the invitation, Jesus, to, to give more or to take more from you, that the thing that holds us back is, is maybe our sinfulness. Maybe it's 
the, the pride that we have, or maybe it's laziness, or, or maybe it's just a kind of a, a love of comfort, whatever it is, the little blockages along the way are, are often not moments that are filled with grace, but the opposite. And so what we're being invited to give up as often is, is just our, our sinfulness in order to embrace something much better. And you say you'll find rest for your souls. And that rest only comes after we, we, we really come beside you, Jesus, and, and help you to carry our cross. But help us get there. Give us the grace in order to be able to do that. Because whilst we might know and we might put our trust in your promise, Jesus, that you will help us whenever we're there, whenever we're shouldering your yoke, shouldering your cross, the difficult part for us is taking it up. And that's where we need a lot of help. That's maybe where our intercessory prayer for others is really going to be effective today. When we talk about making this time of prayer fruitful, maybe that's the fruit that we get the, 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 the grace to be able to pick up the cross. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The whole point of the yoke is that we can kind of carry extra weight with a little bit less burden. You think of kind of an ox or one of these animals upon which this kind of crossbar is put in order to, to carry more weight. And you can see it, you know, kind of a very rudimentary thing, you know, put a, a bar across your shoulders and you can carry kind of two buckets of heavy uh, water on either side. And that's easier than carrying one bucket or kind of trying to struggle along with two. So in actual fact, with the, with the yoke, we, we can carry more. And it's also kind of an instrument which is used to determine weight. So the yoke is, off, is, is also that little thing, this, this word, anyway, I'm thinking of the word in Greek, zugos. It's the little uh, bar across which you put a, a kind of in, in a balance that, that, that weighs two things. And so it's, with, it's this bar that kind of maintains the weight. And so here we see the, the gentleness and, and the, the sweetness of your yoke, because it helps me bear, bear the burdens that I carry. But also it kind of determines the weight. It's, it's the thing that makes the balance, in other words. And so, Jesus, that's what you want for us. You want us to, to, to be less burdened in the sense of having to carry less weight in a kind of a, in a cumbersome, difficult way. That's whenever we're struggling by ourselves. Think of trying to kind of carry two heavy buckets of water, one in each hand, and you feel the weight pulling out your sockets <laughs> of your arms. And along this comes this bar, which seems a little bit difficult when it kind of put onto our shoulders, it seems a bit heavy, but it saves us that weight in our arms and our shoulders are no longer being pulled out of their sockets because the weight is being distributed elsewhere. Well, not only is the weight being distributed elsewhere in our body, but our weight is being distributed onto you, Jesus, because you are the one that's sustaining us, not kind of taking it away completely, not saying, you know, don't worry about that. That's just nothing, but helping us to distribute the weight of our burden and making sure that it's maintained, that it's proper it's proper weight for us. This is the sweetness of the cross. This is how you, you give us the, the help that we need, Jesus, to maintain us and keep us strong. So help us, Jesus, with your grace to pick up that, that yoke and to shoulder it and to be with you and to walk with you and to be comforted by you. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My mother immaculate, St. Joseph, my father and Lord, intercede for me. You'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Thursday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. 
July 20, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord. The Lord is our God. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. The earth has yielded its fruit. For God, our God, has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the Lord is our God. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. Look on us, Lord, and see how we are despised. And yet you, Lord, have rejected and spurned and are angry with the one you have anointed. You have broken your covenant with your servant and dishonored his crown in the dust. You have broken down all his walls and reduced his fortresses to ruins. He is despoiled by all who pass by. He has become the taunt of his neighbors. You have exalted the right hand of his foes. You have made all his enemies rejoice. You have made his sword give way. You have not upheld him in battle. You have brought his glory to an end. You have hurled his throne to the ground. You have cut short the years of his youth. You have heaped disgrace upon him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit 
as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Look Look on us, Lord, and and see how we are despised. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your anger burn like a fire? Remember, Lord, the shortness of my life and how frail you have made the sons of men. What man can live and never see death? Who can save himself from the grasp of the grave? Where are your mercies of the past, O Lord, which you have sworn in your faithfulness to David? Remember, Lord, how your servant is taunted, how I have to bear all the insults of the peoples. Thus your enemies taunt me, O Lord, mocking your anointed at every step. Blessed be the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with men and sealed it in the blood of your Son. Forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments so that in your new covenant we may be witness and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. I am the root and stock of David. I am the morning star. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth, or the world brought forth, You are God, without beginning or end. You turn men back into dust and say, Go back, sons of men. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep men away like a dream, like grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers, By evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is seventy years or eighty for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. 
we shall exult and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal Father, you give us life despite our guilt and even add days and years to our lives in order to bring us wisdom. Make us love and obey you so that the works of our hands may always display what your hands have done until the day we gaze upon the beauty of your face. Our years wither away like grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. In you is the source of life. In your light we see light itself. From the first book of Kings. Three years passed without war between Aram and Israel. In the third year, however, King Jehoshaphat of Judah came down to the king of Israel, who said to his servants, Do you not know that Ramoth-Gilead is ours, and we are doing nothing to take it from the king of Aram? He asked Jehoshaphat, Will you come with me to fight against Ramoth-Gilead? Jehoshaphat answered the king of Israel, You and I are as one, and your people and my people, your horses and my horses as well. Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel, Seek the word of the Lord at once. The king of Israel gathered together the prophets, about four hundred of them, and asked, Shall I go to attack Ramoth-Gilead, or shall I refrain? Go up, they answered. The Lord will deliver it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no other prophet of the Lord here, whom we may consult? The king of Israel answered, There is one other, through whom we might consult the Lord, Micaiah, son of Imlah. But I hate him, because he prophesies not good, but evil about me. Jehoshaphat said, Let not your majesty speak of evil against you. So the king of Israel called an official and said to him, Get Micaiah, son of Imlah, at once. When he came to the king, the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to fight against Ramoth-Gilead, or shall we refrain? Go up, he answered, you shall succeed. The Lord will deliver it over to the king. But the king answered him, How many times must I adjure you to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? So Micaiah said, I see all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep without a shepherd, and the Lord saying, These have no master. Let each of them go back home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell you he prophesies not good but evil about me? Micaiah continued, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord seated on his throne, with the whole host of heaven standing by to his right and to his left. 
The Lord asked, Who will deceive Ahab, so that he will go up and and fall at Ramoth-Gilead? And one said this, another that, until one of the spirits came forth and presented himself to the Lord, saying, I will deceive him. The Lord asked, How? He answered, I will go forth and become a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. The Lord replied, You shall succeed in deceiving him. Go forth and do this. So now the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours, but the Lord himself has decreed evil against you. The king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah went up to Ramoth-Gilead. Someone, however, drew his bow at random and hit the king of Israel between the joints of his breastplate. He ordered his charioteer, Reign about and take me out of the ranks, for I am disabled. The battle grew fierce during the day, and the king, who was propped up in his chariot facing the Arameans, died in the evening. The blood from his wound flowed to the bottom of the chariot. At sunset a cry went through the army, Every man to his city, every man to his land, for the king is dead. So they went to Samaria, where they buried the king. When the chariot was washed at the pool of Samaria, the dogs licked up his blood, and harlots bathed there, as the Lord had prophesied. The Word of the Lord Do not be deceived by the prophets among you. They prophesy falsely to you in my name. I alone know the purpose I have for you. I will raise up for them a prophet, and I will place my words in his mouth. I alone know the purpose I have for you. From the Treatise on the Mysteries by St. Ambrose Bishop After this you went up to the priest. Consider what followed. Was it not what David spoke of when he said, Like oil on the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, This is the oil spoken of also by Solomon. Your name is oil poured out, so that the maidens loved you and attracted you. How many souls reborn today have loved you, Lord Jesus, and said, Draw us after you. We shall make haste to follow you in the fragrance of your garments, to breathe the fragrance of resurrection. Understand why this is done. Because the eyes of the wise man are in his head. The oil flows down on the beard, that is, on the grace of youth. It flows on Aaron's beard, in order to make you a chosen race, a race of priests bought at a great price. We are all anointed with spiritual grace to share in God's kingdom and in priesthood. Then you received white garments as a sign that you had cast off the clothing of sin and put on the chaste covering of innocence, As the psalmist prophesied, You will sprinkle me with hyssop, and I shall be cleansed. You will wash me, and I shall be made whiter than snow. One who is baptized is seen to be made clean in terms of the law and of the gospel. In terms of the law, because Moses used a bunch of hyssop to sprinkle the blood of the Lamb. In terms of the gospel, because Christ's garments were white as snow when in the gospel he revealed the glory of his resurrection. The sinner who is forgiven 
is made whiter than snow. The Lord promised the same through Isaiah. If your sins are as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Wearing the garments given her in the rebirth by water, the church says in the words of the Song of Songs, I am black but beautiful, daughters of Jerusalem. Black because of the frailty of humanity. Beautiful because of grace. Black because she is made up of sinners. Beautiful through the sacrament of faith. When they see these garments, the daughters of Jerusalem cry out in wonder, Who is this who comes up all in white? She was black, how she is suddenly made white. When Christ sees his church clothed in white, for her sake he himself had put on filthy clothing, as you may read in the prophecy of Zechariah. When he sees the soul washed clean by the waters of rebirth, he cries out, How beautiful you are, my beloved! How beautiful you are! Your eyes are like the eyes of a dove. For it was in the likeness of a dove that the Holy Spirit came down from heaven. Remember then that you received a spiritual seal, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of knowledge and reverence, the spirit of holy fear. Keep safe what you received. God the Father sealed you. Christ the Lord strengthened you and sent the Spirit into your hearts as a pledge of what is to come, as you learned in the reading from the Apostle. You have believed the good news and have been sealed according to the promise with the Holy Spirit. He is the pledge of our inheritance. The promise promise of freedom for for those whom God has won for himself himself, to to the praise praise of his glory. God has anointed us and sealed us as his own. And as a pledge of what is to come, he has given us the spirit that dwells in our hearts. The The promise of freedom for those whom God has won for himself to the praise of his glory. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path. Give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Sometimes we have a tendency to make things too complicated. Jesus simplifies it in today's Gospel, coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, July 20th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel, from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us the requirement and the reward. It's pretty simple. From the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. 
This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The yoke is easy and the burden is light because Jesus is carrying it with us. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. God gives only good gifts. If he permits pain or sorrow, financial or family problems, all this is for the sake of something better. We often find that God blesses his favorites with the cross and with the grace to carry it with spirit from both the human and supernatural points of view. Towards the end of her life, when St. Teresa was on her way to make a new foundation, she found the road blocked by extensive flooding. Having spent a night in an inn which offered such poor hospitality that there were no proper beds, she set off again the next morning, for this was the Lord's will. He had told her, Make no account of the cold, for I am true heat. The devil is making every effort to hinder this foundation. Do thou make every effort in its favor, and go in person without fail, for it will bring thee great advantage. So when next day she decided to cross the river Arlanzan, she found it was just an enormous sea of water with the wooden pontoon scarcely visible. Those watching from the riverbank saw the carriage she was in swaying on the brink of the torrent. She jumped out awkwardly up to her knees in water and hurt herself in the process. Riley, she complained, so much to put up with, and you send me this. Jesus replied, Teresa, that's how I treat my friends. She was not lost for an answer. Small wonder you have so few. Soon her good humor and that of her traveling companions returned, for once the danger was past, they enjoyed talking about it. God wants us to bear difficulties peacefully and firmly, being happy to place our trust in Him. He never lets His friends down, especially when their only care is to do His will. When we kneel before the tabernacle, perhaps uttering the words, Godhead here in hiding whom I do adore, we realize that as long as we are with Christ, the yoke is easy and the most awkward burden is light. He it is who helps us to bear up and tackle problems with spirit and confidence and the good humor of the saints. This attitude does a great deal of good both to ourselves and our neighbor. It is a matter of facing things which are unpleasant or painful and which go against our plans in a cheerful way, like an athlete. We also need a straightforward attitude which doesn't invent imaginary problems and sorrows for us or make us start suspecting the arrival of all sorts of complicated scenarios. For even when the problems are real enough, we can find ourselves giving too much importance to them. We begin to think we are doing nothing right, that things are going from bad to worse, that our apostolate is getting nowhere, and that we are unable to swim against the current. This kind of attitude can creep in because we forget about the surest fact of all, that we are sons and daughters of God, and that from the difficulties of these situations, His grace will always draw a greater good. With His presence and the protection of Our Lady, our refuge and our strength, we will weigh up the problems and seek help in spiritual direction. 
and we will often find that what had seemed so difficult can easily be coped with. That sort of optimistic and cheerful spirit is absolutely essential for growing in God's love and doing apostolate. And a soul which has faced adversity thereby becomes strong, generous, and long-suffering. Such trials are our great opportunity to toughen ourselves up and to deepen our love. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you will usually find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In the register of peoples he writes, These are her children. And while they dance, they will sing, and you all find their home. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, your only Son wept over ancient Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed for its lack of faith. He established the new Jerusalem firmly upon rock and made it the mother of the faithful. Make us rejoice in your church and grant that all people may be reborn into the freedom of your spirit. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. The Lord, the the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Here comes with power the Lord God, who rules by his strong arm. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. Who has cupped in his hand the waters of the sea and marked off the heavens with a span? Who has held in a measure the dust of the earth, weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has directed the Spirit of the Lord, or has instructed him as his counselor? Whom did he consult to gain knowledge? Who taught him the path of judgment, or showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations count as a drop of the bucket, as rust on the scales. The coastlands weigh no more than powder. Lebanon would not suffice for fuel, nor its animals be enough for holocausts. Before him, all the nations are as naught, as nothing, and void he accounts them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the mighty conqueror, will come. He will bring with him the prize of victory. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. The Lord is king. The peoples tremble. He is thrown on the cherubim. The earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name. So terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, And right, you have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion his footstool. He, the Lord, is holy. 
Among the priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord, and he answered. To them he spoke in the pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law, which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord, our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you are the source of all holiness. Though no one can see you and live, you give life most generously and in an even greater way restore it. Sanctify your priests through your life-giving word and consecrate your people in his blood until our eyes see your face. Give Give praise to the Lord our God. Bow down before his holy mountain. A reading from 1 Peter. As generous distributors of God's manifold grace, put your gifts at the service of one another, each in the measure he has received. The one who speaks is to deliver God's message. The one who serves is to do it with the strength provided by God. Thus, in all of you, God is to be glorified through Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. From the depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. From From the the depths depths of my heart heart I cry cry to you, hear me, me, O Lord. Lord. I will do what you desire. Hear Hear me, O Lord. Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. From From the the depths depths of my heart I cry to you, hear me, O Lord. Let us serve the Lord in holiness and he will save us from our enemies. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness, and he will save us from our enemies. Let us joyfully cry out in thanks to God the Father, whose love guides and nourishes his people. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Most merciful Father, we praise you for your love. For you wondrously created us, and even more wondrously restored us to grace. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. At the beginning of this day, fill our hearts with zeal for serving you. So that our thoughts and actions may redound to your glory. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Purify our hearts of every evil desire. Make us intent on doing your will. May May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Open our hearts to the needs of all men. Fill us with brotherly love. May you be glorified, Lord, for all ages. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful and ever-living God, Shine with the light of your radiance on a people who live in the shadow of death. Let the dawn from on high break upon us, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. One year from now, it's a life-changing event, the National Eucharistic Congress. Relevant Radio will be there, and we want you to be there too. Let's show up for Jesus. Sign up at relevantradio.com slash indie. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on, and Patrick Conley with The Inner Life a little bit later. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.